Welcome to the Market in Motion podcast for financial advisors, presented by FMG Suite. Listen to interviews with the movers, shakers, geniuses, and innovators of the financial advisory world. Visit FMGSuite.com to discover more great resources and products to transform you into an extraordinary marketer and grow your advisory. And now, without further delay, the Market in Motion podcast for financial advisors. Hi, I'm Chow Hainer, VP of Marketing at FMG Suite. Today, I'm talking with Sarah LeBlanc, Assistant Vice President of Marketing at LPL Financial. She's helped thousands of financial professionals understand how to drive business through marketing and social media activities. So a few highlights from today's discussion are, we'll talk about the continued importance of social media for financial professionals. Then we'll also touch on some tangible and creative ideas for you to incorporate into your own social media efforts. And lastly, we'll talk about how financial professionals are using social media now versus before the pandemic. Lots of good stuff today, so I hope you enjoy the discussion. Hi, Sarah. It's so good to have you on here today. Hey, Chow. Great to talk to you. Yes. So for those listeners today, if for those of you who may not know, Sarah and I actually worked together for many years, probably nine years total, I think, back at LPL. So I'm so excited to have you on board today to talk to, about social media. So excited to be here. <laughs> Great. So I thought we'd start with maybe learning more about you and your background, right? You're so well-versed and experienced in marketing, especially around digital marketing and social media nowadays. So really, how long have you been doing marketing? Oh, gosh, 20 years. Hard to believe. Almost half my life now, but it's been a couple decades yeah, that is crazy to think, but yeah, it's great. And, you know, so much has changed too in marketing, right? We're both marketers. We've been to the in, in financial services industry as well. So um, how have you seen that changing? Like your career evolved as the marketing trends have evolved over the past 20 years? Yeah, well, certainly a lot has changed when I started out. For one thing, there was no such thing as social media, and people were still primarily accessing the internet on desktop computers. And now, of course, everyone walks around with the internet in the palm of their hands, which has totally changed marketing from the more traditional forms of the past. And social media has been a total game changer in so many ways, including how consumers and investors want to interact with brands they like and the business professionals they work with. Yeah. Absolutely. So just that you've seen so much evolution and being within this industry too. So, so many advisors out there and financial professionals want to know, right? Like, how are you working to help them and empower them to do more marketing? It's such a, uh, I think, uh, uh, an area that is intimidating to some, right? Especially because it changes so fast. So what have you done to help these advisors throughout your career? Yeah, you're right. It can be really intimidating. So at LPL, we offer a lot of pre-approved materials and turnkey tools and resources to make it easier. Plus, we recommend our valuable third-party partners like FMG for website development and other digital marketing services. And then in my role, I actually lead our marketing consulting group, and we work directly with our LPL advisors to educate them on the tools and resources that we have available and share best practices and also just help them develop their own strategies that are unique to their individual businesses. That's fantastic. I think advisors do appreciate they, they need that guidance, right? And making sure that they feel confident enough to do it because they can do it. And so 
I just wanted to switch gears a little bit too, like just talking about the basics, right? Just starting with the basics. Like when you and I started back in the day at LPL, like you said, people were just not doing a whole lot of social media. We weren't really even talking about social media, right? Mm -hmm. It was almost like a foreign language back then. And so for those advisors who now still aren't completely comfortable or they don't really know where to start, you know, can you talk about a little bit on, you know, why should advisors use social media nowadays? Yeah, absolutely. And we've been talking about this, like you said, for several years now. It's just such a powerful way to share information at scale and to create visibility, not only with clients, but also that attracts new prospects. So for financial professionals at LPL, in many cases, you know, they have their own DBA or doing business as brands they need to promote. I also think each and every one of us as business professionals have our own personal brands that can be developed and nurtured with an effective social media content strategy, right? Plus, it's basically free to engage, which is a bonus when you compare it to the more traditional forms of marketing from the past, like print. And then, you know, maybe most importantly, I think advisors and financial professionals should engage because their clients and prospects expect them to, right? They're looking for you there. And what they find can be the difference between a prospect choosing you or another advisor. It's really how due diligence is done in a virtual world. Yeah, that's fantastic. I think we do notice that, you know, most advisors, you know, sometimes you look online and you don't really see the difference. You know, the services are the same that advisors offer, right? So how can they differentiate themselves? And social media is a great platform to do that. Um, And then also... You mentioned too, like a personal brand, right? Social media can help you with that. And I think nowadays there's, the lines are almost blurring, right? Between personal and professional ways on how you portray yourself online as well, because we are trying to become more human and in a digital world, it's really hard. So um, kind of establishing both personal and business uh, online is really helpful for an advisor's business as well. Absolutely. All right. So any just like three quick tips, you know, how can advisor just get started with social media? What are the first three things that they can do? Well, number one, of course, good partners like FMG can get you going with content and get you started right out of the gates. And you can also look to your firm. So LPL offers, of course, our consulting team, um, like how-to videos and guides for setting up your profiles. So number two, I guess, would be look to those resources unique to your firm that can help you get going. And then I think number three is like a lot of things in life, it helps to take a genuine interest and to become a student ready to learn about how to best leverage these platforms to grow your business. I like that tip of advice. It's okay to sit back and watch for a little bit, right? And learn. You don't already have to participate actively in the beginning. So be a student. I like that. Yep. So if, you know, advisors and financial professionals want to measure kind of um, the success or how they could rate themselves on social media, like what should be a priority or goal to help them measure their success? I mean, I think at the beginning, the number one thing to start measuring is for your own activity, just making sure that you're staying active and you're always staying aware of trends and current events anyway. So just make sure that you're selecting the right strategy that works best for you, right? So whether that's taking full ownership of your content 
or maybe you're collaborating with others on your team and taking a group approach, outsourcing your content, or some combination of all of that, I think the number one goal to get started is just make sure that you have a plan in place to be consistent because you just don't want your activity to lapse. That can really have a negative impact on your brand. Great. That's very helpful. And it's easy. That's completely attainable, right? So I think that's a good place to start. Yep. Great. And should they worry about something like likes and followers, you know, when posting on social, is that something they should obsess over or really worry about consistency? Yeah, I don't know about obsessing over them. We know metrics are really valuable and certainly your likes and follower counts can be an indicator of how your content is resonating with your intended audience. But definitely, I would say don't get too caught up in it. And there's a trend in the social media world right now away from you know, obsessing, as you say, about likes and follower counts towards paying more attention to that true engagement that you are looking for out of social media. So think about it this way. Would you rather have 10,000 disengaged followers or 15 key prospects and influencers who are actively following your content and commenting to generate that great conversation, sharing it with their networks? It's the interaction that ultimately leads to success. So that's what I would recommend looking at. Got it. I like that. Okay. Um, Any last thoughts on, you know, kind of the basics of social media? Like what's the best piece of advice for them to get better? You know, as we're starting with the basics here just to get started, but as advisors and financial professionals become a little bit more comfortable, um, what can they do to start Mm -hmm. just improving incrementally little by little? Yeah. Well, like a lot of other things, I think the best way to learn is to participate. Just Set time aside on your calendar every day or at least once a week. If you can't commit to every day, at least one time a week, have some, maybe an hour on your calendar to post content, scroll through your feeds and engage with others to generate that conversation that we know is the real value of social media. It's the social part. Sometimes I say people just focus on the media, which is posting content. They forget about the social element, which is the conversation. So keep in mind too, it might feel foreign to you at first, to participate. But if you spend that time with it, you'll pick it up pretty quickly. And then I would say on the flip side of that is if you don't take the time and you don't participate, you will at some point end up at a disadvantage compared to other financial professionals. Yeah, I think that participation is key. Just bringing again, that human element back into it versus almost like a um, just talking, you know, talking to an audience versus having that conversation, engaging them and bringing them back into the conversation. Yep, absolutely. Okay, so I have to ask, when we talk about marketing and social media, a lot of people have questions about compliance, right? It's, it's mm-hmm. not the fun part of marketing, but it's a necessity um, when it comes okay. to um, marketing. So how would you recommend advisors stay compliant? Yeah, now this is definitely something that comes up in virtually every conversation I have around social media. Now, of course, the rules and requirements do vary by firm, so you should always check with your own compliance department for guidance. At LPL, our advisors have a couple of requirements. They have to sign up with a tool called Social Patrol, which monitors and archives their activity and frees them up from having to submit their content through compliance ahead of time, which is 
great because then they can be really timely and authentic with their posts. And then we also require our folks to watch a 20 minute training video that gives them the rules of the road. Our compliance team provides regular updates and educational materials on the latest and greatest rules. But you definitely want to check with your own compliance department at your firm to find out how to stay compliant. Yeah, it sounds like LPLs come a long way to make it easier too. So I'm sure that, you know, in the beginning, right, social media seems so tedious to be, to remain compliant. But nowadays it sounds like, you know, especially at LPL too, that there are things in place to help kind of simplify that whole process too. Yeah, and I think social media is really freeing in a lot of ways in our industry because of those tools like Social Patrol and similar tools available out there. You can participate in real time in a lot of cases, which hasn't always been available to advisors in the past with other traditional forms of marketing. So that's another huge advantage. That's great. Yeah. And even at FMG, right, we've partnered with so many broker dealers, too, to even make that process like if it's not real time, then it's kind of a seamless compliance workflow to their compliance teams as well at the broker dealer. So I, I think that so many technology options out there now do make it a lot simpler, too. Absolutely. Yep. Great. All right. So I'm going to shift topics again. So I think this is top of mind for so many people right now, right? We are a country that's dealing with a pandemic. A lot of us are locked down. We are in our homes working remotely and our children are not in school and trying to deal with what to do after the summer ends. So um, also at the same time, you have advisors who are grasping with this new reality and not being able to see clients regularly where they rely on referrals typically. Um, rely on client meetings, and clients are also dealing with a time of uncertainty, like what's happening with my money, what's going to happen as we, you know, still stay under lockdown and so on. So um, no news there. Everybody knows we're all going through this. So have you seen that advisors are realizing the importance of marketing and social media now? Yeah, definitely now more than ever. And I have a couple of pieces of advice around this. If you are new to participating in social media, sort of being reactive to these uncertain times, a couple of pieces of advice around that, if I could share them with your listeners here is number one, don't wait until times of uncertainty to become active on social media, because if you're consistently active, you start to train your followers to look to social media for your perspective and reassurance. So when challenging times do occur, and we've seen this with our LPL advisors, clients are automatically going to turn to your Facebook page or your latest tweets, for example, and it really does mitigate the number of phone calls and emails that are coming into your office. So that's one thing I just wanted to say sort of for the record here. But if you have waited and you're playing catch up, then I would say just make sure you're paying attention to the latest market updates and current events as you always are, and then quickly addressing them on social media. Don't wait to get your perspective out there to get some type of information out there to your audience or someone else maybe out there reassuring your clients and establishing their own thought leadership in your place. Yeah, that's true. That's fantastic. So Yes, it's a, a, even at FMG, we've seen just the usage of our platform that so many people have just been more active than ever, right? It, it, it's a time that people expect to hear that. And so it's good to see that people are increasing the usage and advisors are seeing um, the importance of that. And I think their clients appreciate that too, right? They, they, they need that comfort, that guidance and that reassurance right now. 
Yeah, and I'll add another fun fact that I, I read recently, which is that social media usage during COVID has increased 61% versus pre-COVID, and that's pretty significant. So I think that just goes to show that people are spending a lot more time on social media, not just for entertainment purposes, but actively seeking information that they need in this time. Yes, 60%. That's that's incredible. That's a yeah. lot. That's Staggering. Cool. Yeah. All right. So as you work with advisors too, have you seen them use social media differently now compared to before other than more usage? (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. I mean, certainly increasing usage, that's for sure. But definitely video is something I'm seeing more advisors use because in the absence of those face-to-face meetings, seminars, and networking events, sort of becoming the star of your own video content truly is the next best thing to stay top of mind with your own unique voice and perspective. So again, here you're going to want to consult your compliance department on the rules and requirements for your firm, but at LPL, they can create a video on their cameras, on their phones, and post it right away on their approved social media sites. So that's been a huge change and a huge shift that I've seen from our advisors. Oh. Yeah, I I think, you know, it, taking away some of the human interaction you have with meetings and, you know, client meetings or maybe some events, various events, I think the video kind of gives that, again, that comfort again, seeing your trusted advisor who you've gone to for advice for so, so many years, right, and not seeing them um, just makes it a little bit challenging, right, especially when uh, things are just in... Is so much volatility going on. So I like that, that seeing advisors are doing more video now, and I can see how impactful that is too. So I like that. Definitely, yep. And then there's so much noise out there, right? There's so much news out there. And now with everyone being more active on social media, there's so much noise, right? There's always been noise, but I think even now it's heightened even more because of the pandemic. So how can advisors experiment with social media to kind of cut through all that noise and make sure that people are hearing the right things versus the wrong things that are putting them in the wrong direction? Yeah, a couple of thoughts on that. The first is if you want to cut through the noise, you really have to know what the noise is, right? And where it's coming from. So make sure that you're following other advisors, following your competitors, looking at other news that's out there and see what's lacking or see what, to your point, what misinformation might be out there. And where can your expertise and point of view differentiate you from the rest? And then you want to source and create that content to address it. My other tip here, if you're trying to cut through is Use visuals because without them, most people just scroll right on past your content. So if you're actively seeking visuals for posts that you want to share, I like a website called unsplash.com, which has free images that you can easily download and add to your posts. So that's one tip. And then another advice, piece of advice here is I like the expression, I don't know if you've heard this one, Chow, but the riches are in or excuse me, the riches are in the niches. So I love that one. I think it's absolutely true because the more targeted your content, the more it's going to stand out to a specific audience and help you build a reputation with them. So I'll give you a specific example here that I've seen from one LPL advisor. He posted during the pandemic his advice to airline employees who'd been offered a retirement package during COVID. So he posted a video, he used airplane visuals and text on the screen. 
he made it crystal clear who he was targeting. And so if I were in that situation and I were scrolling through my feed and I saw that, I would definitely want to stop and watch that video for his perspective. So the more targeted you can get with that content, the better. The riches are in the niches. I love that. Yeah. Because in the past too, like talking to like, you know, I've talked to advisors too, and it's kind of like, hey, sharing things on social media, it's it's more like a, a mass blast, right? When you're putting it out there, but it also works to target and segment through social too. It doesn't have to just be through email, which is typically what we're taught segment and email. It's okay to be very targeted in your messaging on social as well. Definitely. I'm a huge fan of that. And sometimes I think people worry that a niche message will not resonate with a segment of their followers. And I think that's okay because you never know who your followers know. So maybe you're talking to airline employees and the individual who sees it is not an airline employee, but they have a friend or family member who is. They might share that content with that person. So it can never hurt to have a message reach more than just your intended target audience. I agree. That's great. All right. Well, I just have a couple more questions I want to share here because I think you have so many experiences working with financial professionals and even throughout your career too. So um, can you share a success story of how you've helped an advisor get started with social? And then now you could just watch, sit back and watch and be proud of really how savvy and comfortable they are on social media. Definitely brings a tear to my eye in my 11 years in the industry when I see advisors succeed in this area. And of course, our team has worked with so many to get them going with social media. But one of my all-time favorites has to be one of our advisors. He's a little older. He's in his kind of mid to late 60s. He has a one-man shop. He's the only advisor in his office. And he was really just looking for a way. He didn't know how yet, but a way to stay in touch with his clients more often, more efficiently. And he worked with us to really flesh out a strategy, which included writing blogs and posting to social media. And he ended up growing his business by 50% in the first two years. And it's still growing now. It's been about five years now after he's gotten started, but it's really all stemmed from his content and his social media participation. Truly amazing. I love that because especially too, like a lot of times, you know, some say like, how do I actually attribute the ROI or like growth of my company that back to social media. But here's a story of someone who actually can attribute the content and creating a whole strategy and doing social media regularly has helped grow his business. Yeah. And you know, what's interesting to me, Chow, too, is how many times, and obviously with marketing, we want to be able to calculate that ROI. It's super valuable, but I don't feel like there was always a push in the past to calculate the ROI of that country club you joined or the chamber of commerce luncheons you would go to. It was just all, it's all been part of the job for so long and networking we've always understood to be really critical. And social media actually takes networking to some exponentially higher level because you have the opportunity to reach so many people. So it's networking at scale hugely powerful opportunity. We want to look at the ROI, but we don't want to only focus on that, I don't think, when considering how often you participate and invest time in social. That's true. There's some things that you can measure, but some things that you can't measure that actually end up being more impactful too. Yeah. Okay. So one last question. You know, I always like to bring a little humor, uh, but we could keep it serious too. Like any successful or humorous story of an advisor's use of social media that stands out to you? 
Oh my gosh. Well, I think what's really standing out to me now is just the creativity I'm seeing. So I'll tell you a couple of examples. So one advisor has been shooting a video series in his garage during COVID. He calls it Fred's Garage and he brings in another influencer like a CPA or an attorney and they sit six feet apart and have a conversation. So it's been really fun to see that. I had another advisor who targeted younger investors, like still in that career and family building phase. And so he created some content that had nothing to do with financial services, but instead it was just meant to help his clients entertain their kids for a bit. So he read a children's book on video and posted that on social media. So the creativity that I've seen out there is just so fun. I think there's really a ton of opportunity to engage. That's fantastic. And I like they're still being safe at a social distance too. So important. Oh, I love that. All right. Well, I think this was a great discussion. I think these are very valuable tips um, that, you know, if anyone wants to learn more about this, like, and if you want to follow Sarah LeBlanc online, she has a ton of valuable tips that can help you. So Sarah, tell us, you know, how would you like folks to reach out to you or follow you or connect with you? Absolutely. So if you are an LPL advisor, you can reach out to our marketing consulting team at ask.marketing at lpl.com. And all advisors, a couple of things. Number one, should definitely check out our publicly available marketing blog on lpl.com. And you're all welcome to connect with me, as Charles said, on LinkedIn or follow me on Twitter at the Sarah LeBlanc. I like to practice what I preach. So I post a lot of tips and best practices for marketing, including a weekly video every Friday. So I hope you'll check it out and find it helpful. Yeah, that's great. I've seen a ton of your content and you're definitely very consistent with your posts. And I love the valuable tips that you share. So definitely a lot of value there. And in addition to LPL's blog, again, there's so many resources out there. So um, I would encourage everyone to check out LPL's information and then also FMG. Let's not forget, we have our own blog as well, fmgsuite.com. It's under resources. We have podcasts, webinars, blogs, all of that to give you the valuable tips that you need to help you be more comfortable around social media. So with that, Sarah, I just want to thank you so much for your time today. I've enjoyed this conversation and it's great to work together again and talk about some really important topics that are really true um, to our hearts and our passion around marketing. So thank you again. Yes. Thank you so much for having me and thank you to FMG for being such wonderful partners to work with. Thank you for listening to the Market in Motion podcast for financial advisors. If you found this episode informative, please share with your peers and colleagues. Visit fmgsuite.com to discover more great resources and products to transform you into an extraordinary marketer and grow your advisory. Subscribe and get updates delivered right to your inbox.